You're listening to The Gregular Show with your host, Greg Boyer. Show and I'm your host Greg Boye. Shout out to all the Greg heads listening. Thank you guys. Today I have a very special guest. This is one of my good friends at my job. His name is Joel Olson. Uh, hi, my name is Joel Olson. Just like that. Um, Joel, tell us a little about little bit about yourself. Well, uh, I'm very tired. Uh, I don't like being very tired, but. I do like talking, and I like the topic that we're talking about today. And that topic is our top 10 favorite songs of the 2010s. Yes, and it's you, you chose to go with um, songs that charted throughout the decade. And my list has some that charted, but most of them are just like songs that I heard on my own, which... You know, you you're not into the deep the the 2010 stuff, right? No, I mean it's funny. Um, my top ten favorite are actually from like 2010 through 2014. I'm a little bit of a bitch when it comes to uh, <laughs> the modern music. Well, you just you your taste is you have the older soul. Yeah, I'm a grandpa when you, it comes to you. Greg the, earlier this week showed me uh, some Genesis and Phil Collins because I needed a little bit of direction and. A little bit of a uh, a doorway into Greg's world and show me some good stuff. Yeah, we love Phil Collins. PC, we call him over. I don't call him PC. I just, <laughs> I'm just lazy. Well, it sounds like uh, PC would be very popular these days. Yeah, well, we try to be PC at the regular show. Personal computer, that is. Um, so, Joel, uh, you lived in Iowa, right? I am from Iowa. Yes, shout out to any Iowans out there listening. Hi, Mom. Hi, Dad, because I know you guys are turning in for now until like five minutes from now when I say fucking shit a lot and you <laughs> get mad at me and like, okay, I've had enough. Excellent. That's what we like to hear. Yeah. <laughs> fucking shit. Fuck, fuck it. You throw, you throw in a bitch in there and you got you got yourself a podcast. The FSB. This <laughs> is the FSB show, to be honest. <laughs> but, um, all right. I, you played football. In high school? Uh, football in high school. Uh, football my whole life. Who You were a tight end? Yes. Who is the best tight end in football right now? Right now, the best tight end in football is George Kittle. George Kittle, that yes. is good. And he is an Iowa boy. He is? He's an Iowa guy. Yeah, people think Travis Kelsey's better, but Travis Kelsey doesn't block. Not, not the same way. Travis Kelsey's been around a little longer, so it's sure. going to take some time. Sure. It's, it's going to take some time. I want to see those two go at it. Well... That we got about as good of or as close to a go at it as we can in mean, the Super Bowl, but um, you know Greg had a couple of plays. One that unfortunately got called back. A stupid little arm extension. It's the Super Bowl, dude. Let him play. Yeah. Now, were you happy the Chiefs won, or were you pissed? I couldn't. I couldn't. I I really couldn't care either way. I love you know just being a fan of the NFL. It's nice to see people outside of the Patriots play and just. It's cool seeing Patrick Mahomes at my age. He's like literally maybe a little less or more than a year old older than me. I think he's twenty four. Yeah. Yeah, like gonna be twenty five sometime in the near future, and he already has an MVP and a Super Bowl and a Super Bowl MVP. And it's just like, man, that's 
that's crazy and it's exciting to see what's coming what's I, coming next. I see him showing up at three more Super Bowls at least he, in his career. Yeah, I, I don't I don't have any idea it's it's going to be exciting. I think we just got a lot what the NFL has right now is something it didn't have before, which is a lot of good young quarterbacks that can do different things. And you know, like Lamar Jackson might not be around for like an 8-year run, but like we're going to see him for the next 3 or 4 years be really good. I think and so. he's he's talented enough to make it work. So it's just it's. I want it, to see those two guys play off in the playoffs. Yes, we we got robbed of that this year. Yeah, that we, that would be a bargain. We, we got stuck with Ryan Tannehill. Fuck the Titans. Yeah, that shout out to the Titans. Uh, yeah, respect for what you did, but also like, I wanted to see the Ravens. Yeah, Ravens, Chiefs. Well, maybe there's next year. So I got some questions for you, Joel. I um, I've got no answers, but we'll try. If you had to live in one movie for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, wow. That's a good one. Um, living inside of a movie? Yeah. Any movie. I feel like it would have been fun to live inside of Superbad. Superbad, yeah. And living in that kind of a, a, a world where things are that goofy. Who would you have been in that movie? I would have been, I think I would have been Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah. I sure. think I would have been Michael Sarah. Um, yeah, but I definitely know some McLovins. <laughs> yeah. And not so many. What was, I? you know, I haven't seen in a long time. What was Jonah Hill's character's name? Seth. Seth, yeah. Seth, I don't relate a whole lot to. He's just, you know, the like obviously they're high school boys. They all, yeah. They're all thinking about sex, but he's just like so open and like oh i want to fuck i want to blah 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 yeah that would have been me and i can tell you why there's this one scene in Superbad where seth is running down the track and he's like <laughs> about to pass out and yeah. he's so slow and he's like about to die and that's me <laughs> that's me when i run so i i could relate to that that's a deep connection so super bad dude that's a that's like the movie well of and our you generation. think about like those the cops, like it. I just want to live in that in that kind of a world because everything else is too serious. <laughs> Which cop did you like more, Seth Rogen or Bill Hader? They're perfect together. They they they, they count as one. Those two are officially shipped, as far as I'm concerned. In that movie, you can't you can't take either one of them. They're both amazing. They're the they're so funny. Bill Hader, I think, I like Bill Hader as an actor and comedian more i think he's i love i just love silly like and he's so silly with his like facial expressions and impersonations like when he did the james franco roast like that stuff that's what i that's what i like i just like seth rogan's laugh (laughs) yeah 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 just that's my favorite part about seth rogan and he's been in some already movies he's he's one of the funnier guys like bill Hader, i think is one if not the best SNL cast member yeah. of the last 15 years, he's top three. Easy. Yeah, I really only cared, like, to me, there's, I, I don't watch SNL. I watch, but I watch people like Pete Davidson. I've seen some, stu- some stuff we love Pete through Davidson. SNL. Yeah, no, I love Pete Davidson. He's, he's probably my number two as far as favorite comedians. Like, I can just literally, like, put like look up a youtube thing like an eight minute video play it 
and then like when it's done, go down and just like, oh, that one, that's another Pete Davidson one. Oh, compilation, twenty five minutes long. Sure, let's do it. Like, it's him and Cristalia that's like that for oh, me. Oh yeah, yeah. Dude, Cristalia with the um, Catholic Church song. Oh 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 oh, <laughs> like that is the best. Oh um, uh, yeah, Chris is my favorite. So if I had to live in one movie for the rest of my life, do you know what it would be? I don't know. Grease. Okay. Do you know why? You get you would get to slick your hair back and you, um, dance and sing. Close. Why else would you want to live in Greece? At the end of the movie, I don't know if you remember this, but they're singing that stupid whamma lamma dang dong song. And, of course, that's every song there. <laughs> and then they fly into the sky, Sandy and Danny. They fly into the sky in the car that they're driving uh-huh. at the end of the high school carnival, and they're like flying a car into the okay. fucking outer space. Right. And that is why I would want to be in Greece. Because you're just gonna you're just gonna like wait around until the end of the movie, and then you're gonna on that part you're gonna be living in that fucking flying flying cars. Flying cars. It's 1959, and they have flying cars. It is 2020, and we don't even have flying cars right now. You're right. What the fuck? Well, then, in that case, why wouldn't you want to back to the future, man? You need to get to time travel. Uh, too much, um, too close to incest there. Okay. Uh, Marty McFly and his mom. I just... Fine, fair, fair. Yeah. Okay. You know what? You're right. Grease was the right answer. Yeah. Grease is the word, uh, or so what they say in the song. But uh, shout out to Grease. Kanicki. I you know, I actually, Kanicki. That's actually one of those movies I haven't seen before. Really? You yeah. haven't seen Grease? I haven't seen a lot of movies that people would say are like classics. Oh, that is a classic. But I don't I don't know what it is. I think I have like this my nose turned up to like old movies. Not because I don't think any of them are good, but it's just like if it wasn't introduced to me at a young age, I don't care. Like I would watch a movie there's a movie called National Velvet with like Elizabeth Taylor. And it's literally about her and her and like a like a horse, but I've seen that movie, but I've never seen Grease. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, sure. it's one of those situations, and I would probably watch National Velvet before Grease because of the familiarity and because I was like, it's a movie when I was young. Right. See, I my favorite part of Grease is um, they sing that song where it's like summer lo- summer loving and and all that stuff and. And it's crazy because all the guys are singing their own section. All the women are singing their own section. But, like, it's it's the whole song is a complete package. And it's mixed together. But I'm like, how the fuck do they – how are they singing the same exact fucking song, you know, doing the choreography? I'm always impressed by musicals because these people know the dance moves already. Like, they've been practicing it their whole lives. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they just break out in the song. They're like, right, right, right. Yeah, right. That is that is really funny. Like, thinking about people going through their lives ready at the drop of a hat. Like, oh, these are the circumstances, and now we break into song, and everybody's, like, in a row snapping their fingers. Like, <laughs> Right, and there's a real, like, unity in it all. Mm-hmm. Like, they, I don't know, I love that. I love that. Um... If you were on death row, what's your last meal? God, dude, humble pie, because I don't have an answer for you. Um, Let's see. Last meal? Yeah, last meal. 
Dude, maybe you should have told me these before, because <laughs> these, because I, I am an overthinker, and I'm. I have an answer for you. You, you give me your answer. All you can eat buffet. Okay. Because they can say, "Oh, you're finished," and I can say, "No, I'm not. This is all you can eat," and you could, you know, try to eat for the rest of your life, just like crumbs, just like grab a handful of crumbs every day. Keep the buffet there. Like, make sure it's, you know, fresh food because you don't want to die. And you just tell them, I said all I can eat. See, I'd be a great lawyer. I never went to law school. But I found the loophole. You're right. I figured mine out. It's hot dogs. Hot dogs is my answer. Hot dogs and macaroni and cheese. All right, we're moving on. Fun fact about hot dogs and macaroni and cheese. I got sick off of hot dogs and macaroni and cheese not once but twice and as a child. Never had it again? I will never eat either of those things again. Sure. You don't yeah, you don't have that happen three times to you. No, no, no. That's so funny. Once, you know, was bad and then twice I was like, okay. You know, I look like an idiot. You know, like someone's telling me something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just I couldn't do it anymore. Um, let's see here. If you could be a superhero Mm-hmm. Who would you be, and why? I think uh, I mean my favorite superhero is Batman. I think people don't think people don't think Batman's a real superhero because you know he he's rich and he's just got all these resources. But what are your resources if you don't know what to do with them? Is what I would say to that. And he seems like he's driven to do the right thing and he's also like really intelligent um yeah and like very i would assume very like uh disciplined in a workout routine which i wish i was like i'm not bad but like just there's some people who are just wired towards fitness and he seems like that would be like his thing because he's not he doesn't have superheroes or he doesn't have superpowers, so he's got to have, like, his body in best physical shape, best state-of-the-art technology, and, dude, I mean, it'd be cool to ride on a bat pod. Like, oh, yeah. Who's the best Batman villain? Don't say Joker, because that's what everybody says. But that's the real answer. I get it, but, like, I, I just like the variety. best. The best one, you're right, it's Heath Ledger's Joker. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Riddler. Okay. I think that um, Jim Carrey was so good as the Riddler. Like, people sleep on that guy. And they shit on that Batman uh, forever. Yep. Dude, that had the best fucking song. Kiss from a Rose. You know? I don't. Baby, I could pay to kiss from a rose on the green. See, it's good shit. Jack Black performed it on American Idol one time. And I just remember watching it live and I'm like... I fucking love Jack. Black. He was on. He was on American Idol. Uh, just like, like as a yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he performed "Kiss uh, from a Rose." That's man. dude. I love Jack Black. We actually just watched Nacho Libre. Yeah. Just last night. Yep. I knew that. No, I didn't know. Yeah. That. <laughs> you, you you were there. I was there. You, you were there. You were the guy who was like walking watching through the windows, right? Yeah, that okay, was me. Okay, cool. I <laughs> the cops were called. At yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for not running away when I uh, first threw a rock at the window. Thank you for sticking around and listening. I have a high tolerance for you know. <laughs> You're not gonna get me to run away just because you throw a rock. Oh, that's right. It's gonna take like a boulder. <laughs> What's your favorite Jack Black movie? 
Kung Fu Panda. Skadoosh. Yes, indeed. Skadoosh. That's the funniest part of that whole movie. That is the funniest part of the whole movie. I think. So. I think. I think Master Uguwe is the under uh, the unsung hero of the movie. I love Master Uguwe. Like, just the uh, something about <laughs> old senile people is just funny and like because you also it's funny because you know he's also competent it's just like there's no such thing as bad news there is only news <laughs> but Tai Lung has escaped from the prison he's on his way here right now that is bad news <laughs> like com- that's gold right there yeah that's the good shit I um <laughs> that's the top shelf humor I love Jack Black you know I feel like I have to say School of Rock just because that's the, the Jack Black film I've seen the most. Uh-huh. Uh, that one's a classic. Although, I feel like it doesn't hold up the older I get. Because I watched it recently, and I'm like, it's just a weird dude hanging out with a bunch of kids. Hmm. And I, I sort of had a similar feeling with Nacho Libre. Is it's like, <clears throat> it is ridiculous humor, and like... It's got it's got fart humor in it, which is you know it's seen as a crutch, and it kind of is, but like, it it felt like it's timed, and so it felt funny at <laughs> at the time, or like you know they're overdoing it, so it makes it funny. But I do think that there's a point where it's like I'm 24 years old and like watching you be overly silly. It there is a point where it's like okay, are you pandering, like? Like, how young are you shooting for to make this funny, too? But I love that it's about wrestling. I, I love wrestling. I, yeah. yeah, like an actual, like the luchadors. It made me want to, like, play wrestle, but I didn't have anyone my age right. that was, like, a friend. Yeah, and if you try to play wrestle with a stranger, then you get, like, arrested for assault. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I basically resorted to play wrestling with, like, uh, my younger sibling and... It, I'm, I'm sure it didn't go well because I was like five years older. Dude, I dropped Brendan on his head one time. And oh, like, boy. I, I, You're I the one? Thinking, You're yeah. the one who did it? You know, because they tell you, don't try this at home <laughs> every time. And I was like, eh, what, what did they know? Like, this is what I have younger brothers for. Like, right. to try this stuff out on. Yeah, we're, we're trained. <laughs> we're legit athletes. I mean, he is. I... I I suck. I was good at gym. You were good at the gym class? What was your favorite sport in gym? Ooh, team handball. Team handball. Oh, yeah. We didn't have, We never did it long enough. Yeah, that's what I she liked, said. No. Yeah. <laughs> good one. Um, sadly accurate. Um, no, but the thing about gym class, yeah, I was a gym class hero. You know that song, gym class, or the uh, by the by the gym class yeah. heroes, uh, stereo heart. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah, that's a that's a bop, man. That's oh yeah, I was thinking of stereo heart. Oh, my yeah. Heart's a stereo. Oh yeah, that was a song that definitely like could have been on there, like on this this list. Like, there's some, I got, I can't lie, like Maroon Five definitely had like a small part of my like 2012s. Well, you know, it's funny. I I used to fucking hate Maroon Five. Uh-huh. Now, when they came out, songs about Jane, that is like one of the best albums of the two thousands. But then everything after that, for like a good two or three years, I just 
Oh, what's well, like how do you make one album and then already sell out like yeah <laughs> already feel like you're just every other pop band but i don't know if you, if you can say respect for them like they, they literally have a song that was in the top tens like i don't know if it still is but memories is like really popular and it's like how are they still popular like is there some weird shady stuff going on or like are they actually still making just popular music like catchy music well i think they've i think they've bounced back um and they've they've gotten better i mean i don't know i still think that songs about jane is my favorite yeah stuff from them i liked overexposed there was some stuff on overexposed that i enjoyed but i feel like they they got it was like a roller coaster you know they were at the top and then they and then they came back up, and now they're back on the upside. Yeah, uh, moves like Jagger felt like such a weird in between phase. Like it, like it was a wildly popular song, but I always kind of was like, I don't want to hear the song. Like it's always on the radio. I liked it. You liked it. I wasn't offended by it. No, I not not really offended, but just like, I don't know, wasn't my taste at the time. And like looking back, I can still be like, okay, yeah, I see why it was popular, but I actually. From that album, I would say Misery, I liked more. Yeah, that was good. And the music video, I remember being like, just, I just remember enjoying it. That was getting, that was right on the, me on the cusp of, of starting to pay attention to what's popular. And then like 2012 came in and there's songs like, um, you know, Somebody I Used to Know and uh, Call Me Maybe, Starships, like, Oh, lights! Lights by Ellie Golding was one of the big ones when I first started paying attention. So, 2012. Oh yeah. You remember before 2012, and they were talking about like the Mayans and all that shit. Yeah. Like, there was going to be an apocalypse, and we were all going to die. Yeah. Did you buy that? I know. No, I never buy it because I look. I believe that there's a god, and uh, I I would say that based on that, if you could predict. You that, that no one can, right? No one can. I actually had a I've had this conversation with someone else. I was like, when I was first, when I was younger, I would pretend or no, in my head, I would be like, well, you know, God would never let someone be like pre- accurately predict the last day on Earth. So all I have to do to make sure the world never ends is just predict that every day it's going to be the last day on Earth. That's a great way to live. That's right. like pessimism. <laughs> yep, I was an early nihilist. <laughs> I was I like an early ni- I was an early nihilist Christian. Yeah, but um no. I've I don't know that I've ever bought it. I I remember getting one text chain back in like tw- even like in 2011. It was like around my first my first like flip phone. Yeah, 2011. I was late to the party everybody. And uh um I just remember getting a text chain of like some pastor was talking about the end of the world and it's like that 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 only happens to you so many like a few times and then you're just like this is all just bullshit like it's it's not the end of the world these people are crazy right they just want attention they're crazy it's like that um heaven's gate cult like yeah like like look i mean i'm not 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 to not to put a downer on them but i mean they're, they're talking fucking suicide they're going to heaven it's going to heaven and coming suicide like it's 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 stupid yeah it's re- and it's sad. It's really sad. Like well, it's sad that people buy it. It's sad that they buy it and that they throw themselves off cliffs for it. It's like I was an idiot, you see, and not that I was stupid, but like I hear doomsday talk, and that's when I get like paranoid. 
and like I can't sleep at night, and I'm like, I'm gonna die tomorrow. Well, oh, yeah, no. and it can definitely make you face your mortality. Well, you know what sucked about um, the 2012 one was they predicted December 21st, and I'm like, we can't even get fucking Christmas, <laughs> dude. I was gonna give some bomb ass gifts this year, and yeah. they're not even gonna see it. Shit, you know, but. Yeah, no, then, thank God we all survived 2012. Yeah, yeah what, and, and what'd you get? Fuck, I can't even remember. Yeah. I can't It wasn't worth it. I, and here we are, nine, seven years later. Yeah. No, I'm, it was something good. I just, God, I've had so many good Christmases. Oh, yeah. I've been spoiled. Yeah. Um, but speaking of good Christmases, let's start off with our lists. Uh, yeah, this leads lists. perfectly into our top ten lists of favorite songs from the 2010s. I, I'm Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> Um, so we have some honorable mentions. I will let you go first with your honorable mentions. Okay, I'm just gonna. I'll just. I guess I'll move down the list. These aren't in an order. You told me put three. So I liked one called "Sweet Nothings," which is Calvin Harris and Florence from Florence and the Machine. Uh, I just remember having lots of good memories of that. That was like, again, like a junior year of high school thing, and was first experiencing freedoms with the car and i would be driving around and hear it on the radio i'm like oh this is my jam like i love that song i got a question for you yeah who's better florence or the machine florence for sure yeah no that's the right answer she's got such a great voice fuck the machine yeah fuck the whole system that's what the whole thing's about okay next one easy love by uh i think his name is pronounced love it's l-a-u-v he, uh, it, he's now he's had a song that's actually really it's got over a billion streams. Damn. Uh, not not easy love, but um, that he's the one who sings that I like me better when I'm with you. It's you haven't heard that one? No. It was that's almost as many streams as the Gravular shows had. Yeah, we're we're getting. He's coming close. He'll get there someday. Uh, love, if you're listening, you're not. Shout out to Love. He's not. Um, and then the last one, Every Teardrop is a Waterfall by Coldplay. Um, somehow didn't make it onto my list. I j- Coldplay was a important important band for a good year of my life. And uh, that song just reminds me of my brother. And with that. Dude, I'll tell you. Um, Coldplay, they have, they've probably been the most consistent band of the last 20 years. Um just with their like quality music, I and it's funny I don't have any Coldplay on my top ten list, mm-hmm. but I feel well, they like, don't really chart. They don't they don't really get on the charts that often. They release an album every couple of years, but like they their stuff is it's so good. I um I don't know. Teardrop is a waterfall. That's a great song. I'm I'm glad you I'm glad you think that way. I definitely took I definitely took some crap uh, freshman year of college. Um, just, you know, people like to rib on you. They, they, they bring up the 40 year old version. Um, you know, how do I know you're, uh, gay? You listen to Coldplay or something like that. Oh yeah. Like, and it's just, it's a recycled joke and it's like, ah, ooh, got me. But then, you know, like, but then again, (laughs) but then again, yellow, don't panic, fix you, talk, freaking clocks, the scientist in my place, sky, sky full of stars. Oh, you keep hitting the table. That's oh, all. my bad. It's all good, man. But yeah, I, I fucking love. But they just that. got they've got hits. Yep, they're a they're a great band. It's crazy to think that they've been around for twenty plus years, yeah. like still putting out music. The last album wasn't really for me, but 
you know, they're doing their thing. So I liked the name Milo Xyloto. Yes, I do too. I can't remember what songs are at. I just love that name. That album is really good. I still actually, one that probably should have been on my honorable mentions, I'm going to add it as a quick fourth, is uh, Us Against the World. Probably haven't heard that one before, but I it's so chill. It. I first when I downloaded it, I thought it was like a uh, like a rock like it's us against the world like something like that because yeah. that was what I thought I was into right. and then I was actually driving up to New York with my family and I put that song on for like the first time and it was so mellow I listened to it for like literally like two hours straight in the car and I was just chilling out it's so good did your family also have to listen to it for two no, hours no no no, oh, no. I had it over, I had it over my headphones okay. so I just. That was that was the way I did things. That would have been a real I, shitty ass car right there. That now. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's what it's like in my head though, because I, I stick with one song like today, Invisible or Invisible Touch. Sure. That that's the one that was in my head today. I'll tell you, that's the best song about a ghost giving a hand job. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. What about your what about your honorable mentions? So I and it's funny because I'm like a grandpa, so I don't really love that many modern songs. But, um, you know, say something. Christina Aguilera in A Great Big World. Watermelon. Okay, that's good. Say something. something. <laughs> but, like, you know that song? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Say something. Let's go on. Giving up on you. Like, that is the shit, man. It's one of, that's, that's probably the best sad ballad out of the top, in my opinion. I would say of all the pop songs that got or that were like ballady yeah i enjoy that one yeah like i just i feel that man i feel that mm-hmm. song and then um what else is that oh little talks of monsters and men yes yeah <laughs> like i love that that chanting stuff man like i don't know it's just it's fucking good it starts out like like ah just that's that's good shit. I I feel like that's what I'm gonna say for every song. It's just the it first, is, that's good it's shit. It's good shit. But like, man, that's I love that balance. I love that give and take with the male female vocals. Mm. And it's, it's a well balanced song. It's like well, a well balanced breakfast. Now, I'm kind of like art kind of eludes me at some point or at sometimes. What what is that song really about? Like. You know, tell them that I'll miss these little talks. It sound to me, it always sounded like, um, it was like something about releasing like negative thoughts, or that's what it felt like it was talking about to me. Like, they were talking about someone, they're gonna miss their little talks with like the voice in their head or something like that. I can't right. remember. Yeah, I don't know. It it was definitely an enjoyable song. I look back at it and enjoy it, but um, at the time. There was a song by them, Dirty Paws. You should look that up. What's that one? Hold your horses now. Scream until the sun goes down. Oh, the mountain sound. Dude, that is a good fucking song. I can get down. They They had that one album that had like those three songs on it. And then they never did anything ever again. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I couldn't tell no, you nothing of Nothing of note. Um, and then just missing the top ten was All of Me, John Legend. Not John Another Lennon. quality. John Legend, yeah. Another quality one. And he wrote that for his uh, wife, Christine Teigen. And, yeah, 
she is one of the most beautiful women on the planet. But and for that that for that alone, she got to number eleven. Respect, because like, she, she's eleven. She's eleven. She is eleven. Yeah. <laughs> but he's the fucking man, John Legend. John Legend. That guy's got he, pipes. He's classy. And yeah, he's he's one of the one of the best musicians. He walks around what those like contigo things with wine, like he's got wine in his contigo for sure. I don't know what that is. You don't know what contigo is. No. Contigos are the like the the thermos things where it's like oh you pour something in really hot in there and it'll stay really hot for a long time. You pour something really cool in there. Just no one carries wine around in a contigo, but I feel like John Legend carries wine around in his contigo. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, he's 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 a cool son of a bitch. I'm probably saying that wrong too. It's probably contigo. <laughs> yeah, I just I heard I thought you were saying like the c word, and I was like, oh, <laughs> spicy. No, I didn't say cunt. Whoa, 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 uh, whoa, whoa We can, whoa, we, whoa, we, whoa, we whoa, can, whoa. we can bleep that. I don't, I don't mean it. I'm canceled. It's okay. I'm canceled. I already Count, don't. I already lost my job. <laughs> Count Dracula. Count Dracula. Okay. <laughs> um, so what's your number ten? My number ten is "It's Time to Begin." It's Time by um, Imagine Dragons. That's the name. So you know that thing, 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 yes. Thing, thing. Every time I heard that, I thought, "Jackass, Juliet, are you with me?" <laughs> Three, two, one. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. And that's so funny because I feel like if I say that out loud to people, they're gonna think <laughs> I'm a fucking psychopath. But like when you hear it, right? Sure. Ah oh, man, I'm telling you, that's I love it. I like that you do that with songs because I I kind of do a similar thing like. Uh, where it's just like, yeah, you, you, you find a pattern and then you'll like, you'll, you'll mash up, you'll mash up. Cause the freaking that's wake me up when September ends. Summer has you know what I'm saying? Like yes. it's all the same. That's the beautiful thing about music. But I'll tell you, Imagine Dragons, they're not on my list, but I, I can really respect that song. Um, and I love Radioactive. Yep. Yep, it's time was the one that got kicked off. Like my brother showed me it in his car, and I remember thinking like, "Wow, this song is amazing." And then he also like later on in that same week showed me Radioactive. I'm like, "This song is freaking great too." Like you really do feel it in your bones. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then Radioactive was so popular, but it's time was like, it's time like literally brought like emotion. Like it made me remember like oh like football season. Like that's the sort of things it evokes in me. It's time to play the game. It's time for you to tell me your number 10. We are young. We are young. By fun? Yes. And I'm a little upset I didn't think about this one. And Janelle Monet. Shout out to Janelle yeah. Monet. Yeah, which I don't, like, look, she's one of those people I don't know a whole lot of their stuff, but I know that name. Yeah. And it's weird because at that point in time, she wouldn't have had a whole lot of reason for me to know her name. So it's cool that she was like a no name on a big popular song, and then you know her career's progressed. But yeah, she's blown up. She's she's gotten huge. Um, the guy, the lead singer, he reminds me of John Mulaney, the comedian. Yes, yeah. Like they could. I want to see a movie with Nate Ruiz and John John Mulaney uh, playing brothers because that would be funny. I feel like they have a similar energy. Yeah. I don't know. I I never saw a whole lot of fun because they came and went so fast. But they were a lot of fun. 
They were. They we had some fun while while it lasted. On some, you know, there were some ni- there were some nights that we had some fun. There were some nights uh, that we were young, and you know, we just got to carry on, and it's good. But <laughs> you just got to carry on. But just give me a reason <laughs> for number nine. Well, my number nine is going to be Stay by Post Malone. That's the one you had me listen to earlier. Oh, yeah. And that one could be higher. It's my now, my thing is, I've tried so hard to not play recency bias. I I don't know that I have a single song that's from 2010 or sorry 2019. You know what I love about Post Malone? What's that? Is he looks like the kind of guy who passed out blackout drunk then his friends like drew on his face with a Oh yeah. Oh that yeah. Absolutely. Like, like I love that. That's just that's his whole aesthetic is uh, what is it? It's um hobo chillin. That's what he says is yeah. he wants to look like hobo chillin. Does he know Hobo Johnson? No. <laughs> I I I would imagine not. Hobo Hobo Johnson's doing, doing all right. He That's I haven't heard I think anything about when I think about Post Malone, and I know that there are two different people. But they just like you think homeless when you look at Post, which is funny. They're just like you just see him and you're like, there's no way that guy has more than twenty dollars on him right now. <laughs> and and then you you see he's got like oh no he's got like chains and he's got. I think you're gonna say he has change. Bend. Like he also has pocket change <laughs> with the twenty dollars. <laughs> you know, shit gets taxed. Oh yeah, <laughs> shit gets taxed. Yes, um, but yeah, stay for me. Stay is probably I think is the last, the most recent song I have on this list because it's hard for me to put in songs from the back end of the decade over other ones because of like oh I feel like. Then I'm just being, you know, ridiculous for putting in a song that's newer. You know what I mean? So it was hard to come up with anything super new. But but it was hard. It was hard. It was hard for something new. Uh, Number nine, um, when I was your man, Bruno Mars. Another good one. Bruno. Bruno. You ever watch Bruno, the Sasha Baron Cohen movie? (laughs) No, actually, I haven't. Oh, those you gotta watch. I hear he's hilarious. Have you seen Borat? No. Because I, because sheltered. That's why, dude. You're gonna watch next time you come over. You're gonna yeah, watch those. That's what I'm saying, man. We we should watch School of Rock too because I haven't seen School of Rock. But oh shit, yeah, yeah, dude. Hey, man. I'm telling you, like, if if you're trying to, yeah, we'll, we'll, give we'll you set a up. We'll set we'll set up plans. Um. So yeah, we're not. You know, I should have bought you flowers. Oh yeah. Should have held Yes. Like, Classic. He is so fucking good. Bruno Mars. He's got one of those voices that it's like honey. It's like honey to the ears. And the the approach to the song, it's not some again, actually you know what? This is another one that is like, I guess a ballad, but um yeah, it's it, it's not approached like every other pop song like, you know, just the way you are. It sounds like every it, it's a good song, but it sounds like every pop song. Right. And there's Locked Out of Heaven. Sounds like every pop song. Sounds like Sting. Sounds like a Sting song, like the police. Yeah, but then when I was your man, it's just really toned down, just piano and Bruno, and that's that's all you it, need. It's a really good song. It's a really good song. That's all you need, man. A little bit of definitely piano, one of those songs Bruno. that when it hit number one, it's like yeah, you, this song deserved it for sure. Yeah, he he was the man. Yes, he was the man. <laughs> he still lives, but he also was. Um, what's your number eight? My number eight 
is For the First Time by the Script. Which one is that one? That's the... Uh, just now got the feeling that we're meeting for the first time. Yeah, I know this one. Can I, can I tell you something about the script? I would love you to tell me about something about the script. So, you remember, um, shit, is it Fallen to Pieces that has the police siren at the end of it? Oh, dude, I couldn't tell you. Or is it, a police siren? I don't know. Or is it break even? Supposed to do when the best part of being sober. Oh yeah, that's the yeah. A heart when a heart breaks, don't break even. What was the first song you said? Uh, uh, falling, falling to pieces. pieces. Yeah. To pieces. yeah, I don't know. Those are the same song to me. That, I yeah, I agree. But I just remember at the end of it, that, and this was around the time I was learning how to drive. And so in driver's ed, we'd always play the radio, and that fucking song would come on every single time. So I'd hear, nice, and I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, like great, time. and I never learned. I never learned. I n- Dude, that song scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> and I, here I am, sixteen years old, trying to drive, and like I got three other people in the car, and you know uh, the driving teacher. Thank God, she was so patient, but she's like, "No, you're fine. You're fine. It's, it's the radio." <laughs> Dude, I was fucking paranoid. Um, so the script for the first time, I know that one. Yeah, that one got me through my first breakup. Yep, 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 yep. That's a that's a good one. You know what got me through my first breakup? Porn. A lot of, yeah, a lot of porn. <laughs> a lot of porn. Exactly. I'm glad you knew. I'm glad that we're on the same page. All right, what was your number uh, eight? Number eight is thinking out loud, Ed Sheeran. Okay. When your legs don't work like they used to before. Like, is that is that um is that your favorite Ed Sheeran song then? Yeah. It would have to be because it's the only one on the list, but I. Dude, you that didn't song was playing the first time I ever kissed anyone. Okay, that would definitely give you that would definitely give the song a pretty heavy advantage for sure. Like, yeah, I just I can understand where you're coming from. It takes me back, you know. Yeah, I get that nostalgia. No, I get time. that. I when I think of Ed Sheeran, I just I, I just remember the A Team. Yeah, that one that one takes me back, and then that album had stuff like uh, Kiss Me and uh, Give Me Love, like just other songs that you know. Old school Ed before he turned into what he is now. You know, I'm just not a fan of the, um, what's that one? Perfect? No. Um, is, or is it is it newer or older? It's, it's... Or is it off... It's newer than... Is it on the same album? <sighs> or is it like Shape of You? Yeah. I yeah. fucking hate that song. Okay, yeah. I fucking hate that song. Yeah, Everybody way too popular. Yeah, I, I don't get it. It's like, not that good. Like, why was it... Why does it have the most streams? I don't understand. Like, because he's better than that. Yeah, they the to think that that song, I, like that's one of those songs. Like it was supposed to be for another artist, like Rihanna or something like that. Yeah, I could. I, I would have liked that. I would have much rather it have been a Rihanna song. Yeah, I didn't have any Rihanna either. Um, no, but I feel like I love her stuff. She disappeared. She well, disappeared. Yeah, she making music. She was focusing on like her clothing line and yeah. um, other things and. Yeah, you know, but yeah. Like what she had that work 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 song like. Yeah, that song I, didn't work 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 for me. No, me neither. That sounded like Simon Cowell. I, was I basically best part of the music video or best best part was the music video just because obviously you get to look at Rihanna. She's a lovely woman. We she love Rihanna. She is very gorgeous. Um, Shout out to Rihanna. Yeah, you know she's listening. 
the Greg, just a Greg, Greg head through and through. Shout ba- out ba- to bad, all the bad girl, bad girl, Riri is a Greg head. That's right. <laughs> all, all the, all the Greg heads know that. <laughs> She's our leader. Um, who is your number seven? Seven. Uh, this one I know you never heard before. It's called Fuego by Manu Crooks and Anfa Rose. Ah, okay. Yes. Tell me a little bit about this song. This song has heavy um, Latin. It, it's a it's a rap song with heavy Latin influence in the instrumental, and I think Anfa is he got you know his background. Um, I sound like I don't know anything about this song, but. <laughs> But like it's it's kind of hard to explain. It's got a good melody, and um, you know the hook is so good. It's like it it when I first heard it, it was over the summer of 2018, and it just felt like such a summer song that I had to play it again, and then I had to play it again and again and again, and it was like. Now I'm just singing like summer's sun is shining so the girls out summer dresses so it's all out and you impressive got my thoughts wild got a girl now is she so fuego I don't even need to stay low it's so good yeah yeah I, I couldn't tell you I've ever heard no that you've never heard it I know you've never heard it but it did like make it to the top of like some some playlist for Spotify that's not like their rap caviar. It's not one of their like mainstream ones, but it was like mellow bars or something like that. And have you ever yeah. eaten caviar before? Never. Dude, it's fucking fish eggs. Who the fuck thinks like no? Oh, you know what tastes really good? Black fish eggs. Yeah, right. Like that's so stupid. It's like drinking the cat shit coffee. Like paying, you're just paying lots of money to do something that's not. That's worse than something cheaper. Yeah. Like, dude, I'll go to Mc, I'll go get a McChicken. Hey, man, I won't spend eighty dollars on caviar. I'll go get three McChickens for three bucks. Bro, fuck caviar. Go to McChickens. Yeah. Go to McChickens. And and then I'm just gonna only eat McChickens because it's either McChickens or caviar, and I'm never taking caviar. See, so it's just McChickens. I look like the kind of guy who's on a <laughs> diet of only McChickens. <laughs> uh, so that was Fuego. Fuego by Manu Crooks and Antho Rose. All right. Uh, my number seven is Stay With Me. Yes. Sam Smith. Okay. You know, um, everybody's bitching because it sounds like I Won't Back Down by Tom Petty. Mm. No, I won't back down. Won't you stay with me? Like, I get it, but also, it's a good fucking song. Also, also, like, on top of that, it's music and music you can't help you can't help it because you can find anything to make it sound like just about anything else unless you're one of these like new new age rappers that just goes on a beat and like screams like yeah you're right dude no one sounds like that you know why because no one fucking wants to hear that i want to hear that okay well then i'll point i'll point you to the direction yeah tell me where i can hear the screaming there's gonna be headaches that's all i know there's gonna be headaches Excellent. Who knows? Maybe we'll be getting started on the new twenty twenties top ten. But, but Sam Smith, I think he's he's got like one of the best voices out there right now. Very talented and a good songwriter, like and yeah. consistent. He can write a ballad. He consistent. Ah, just yeah. Nobody can do it like Sam Smith can do it. Yeah, I do. I I do think Sam Smith is one of the better artists to come out of the twenty tens. Um. I would definitely be okay saying that. And then he did the James Bond song there. 
the album for Spectre. Oh, the oh yeah. The I liked Skyfall's song better. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, that did that, that almost was a, made my list. Yeah, that was on that was around the same time as Sweet Nothings. Yeah. I remember those two were coming on the radio a lot. Yep. Uh, Twenty twelve was a good year for some pop music. Shout out to Adele. Dude, you're getting Adele. Do you remember those commercials? The Dell dude, he's like this stoner kid who's um, trying to sell everybody a computer. And it was 1999, 2000-ish. And then he got arrested for like marijuana possession. So it all it all came full circle. <laughs> but uh, he was great. And shout out to the Dell dude. And shout out to all the people who know that reference. Because I feel like I'm dating myself here. <laughs> I mean, I was six when the commercial, but I loved it. Yeah. I'm just mad that in that time I couldn't come up with a funny pun to say, like, to add on. But yeah. it is 2.47. Right. Shout um, out to all the listeners. It's 2.47. Yeah, right we're doing this for you. I am three mixed drinks in, but still, like, totally coherent. Greg is just an amazing bartender. Made me, made me some mudslides. Made, mm. me, made me some Coke and rum. With real money. Mm, it's good. It's good. Mm, it's good. It's good. It's good. Okay. okay. Um, so, yeah, so moving so. on to my number six is a song called Cameras by Wiz Khalifa. Ah, oh, the Wiz. Yes. This guy, um, funny enough, he was, I, I was into him via my brother who didn't smoke weed, uh, and I was into him in like back in 2011, 2012 when this album came out with Black and Yellow, Black and, and yellow, I didn't yellow. smoke weed. But I was listening to the like the biggest weed smoking rapper, and he was like my favorite. Cameras is just it's it's a dream. You turn it on, and you're like, yo, yeah, I'm in a dream. What's the other Wiz Khalifa song? Roll up. There's, dude, there's a lot. There's, um, no sleeping, no, no driving, no sleeping, living up like this week. There's, um, what else is there? Dude, there's, like, See You Again. Maybe that's one. Ah, there's one that I really like by Wiz Khalifa that's not Black and Yellow. Yeah, um, was it just, or, uh, Work Hard, Play Hard, Work Hard, no. Medicated. Oh, man. Well, I'll find yeah, I'll find it after. Yeah, it's so cameras. But but yeah, cameras by Wiz, really good one. Uh, just reminds me of track because I we would get on a get on the bus after a after a track meet. You know, you did however you did. You put on the headphones and you listen to some. Da, 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 na, 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 na. I'll have to show you that one because that one, like I said, like you turn it on and you're like, oh, I'm inside of a dream. <laughs> right. Yeah, I get it. So yeah. You but know. you got. Shout out to the Wiz man. We know he's listening. Um, my number six. Hey, fuck you, man. Well, all right. Well, I'm gone. All right. Z in. No, it's a fuck you by uh, CeeLo Green. Fuck you too, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah CeeLo. Oh, yeah. fuck you, dude. Yeah. Like, I remember listening ooh, to the radio ooh. and I'm like, I see you driving my car with Delilah. That was really good. And I'm like, this is a fucking jam. Yeah. And then when I learned that, that that was just a radio-friendly version, and there was an actual... Forget you, yeah. Yeah, I was like, I fell in love. I, I'm like, oh, man. That's also, like, mad respect for someone getting a song called Fuck You to be that popular. Right. Like, 
and and yeah, that riding around town with the girl I love. I remember hearing that in it was like middle school, and like just like some of the like one of the funnier kids, he would always walk around town with the girl I love, and I didn't know what that was from. And then I heard this that song, and I was like, oh, that's what he was talking about. And that was my entire schooling experience, just not understanding references, getting older, and seeing it all then later. Yeah, it's well, it's fun learning about it after the fact because you're like, oh, yeah, and you're like, oh wow, that's that's what they were talking about. And there's like been stuff that I don't, I can't tell you, I don't know what it is right now, but like, I've had just stuff literally in the last like couple months where I was like, oh, wow, that's what that was. I wasn't even expecting to learn about that. The epiphany. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. A little quick epiph. Yeah. A little little pith. So that was yeah, that was my number six. Uh, what's your number or what's your number five? For number five is Impossible by Anne Berlin. That's impossible. No, it's not. Check it, motherfucker. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, impossible. It's really good. Uh, big song. Um, it would always come on uh, football practice at Loris College, 2015. Um, I had kind of an Anne Berlin summer going into my uh, freshman year at Loris College. And uh, heard songs like The Unwinding Cable Car. Another song where it's like, oh, I'm in a dream. Uh, that one, there's some other ones like Godspeed, uh, Feel Good Drag, but Impossible, just like so catchy, uh, brings back good memories, and uh, easily belonged inside of my top five favorite songs of the decade. For sure? Yes. Um, my number five was Ho Hey, hey. by The Luminaries, yeah. Another. Hey, hey. Ho. I. But, like, also, isn't the entire song just him saying, calling a ho? You know? Like, like, hey! Ho! <laughs> like, yeah, like, addressing a ho. Right. Like, like, as in, like, I just imagine him standing, and then, like, a girl walks by and bumps into him, and he goes, hey! Ho! <laughs> like, that's just... Right. That's, that's the way that it, that song, like, in my goofy, in person, sure. yeah, like, what I would think of. Shout out to all the pimps. Yes. And shout out to all the hoes. We love you. <laughs> um, we love all God's people. You know, that's just such a good song, man. I've been trying to do it right. I've been living long and high. I've been sleeping here and there. I've been sleeping mm-hmm. in my bed. Mm-hmm. And, like, ah, just, I get with that shit. It kind of goes fast too. Like it, yeah. it, it, it comes in and it's catchy all the way through. And you're like, by the end of the song, you're like, oh, we're done. I just remember, like, it was it was one of those songs that it was so freaking big. The the yeah. Lumineers. Yeah. I love that name, the Lumineers. And they did follow it up with a with a song with another song where it's like, oh, Ophelia, you've been on my girl since the flood. No. I'll tell you. No. That one, that one was a pretty popular alternative alternative station back in the 2016. But yeah, ho oh, hey, I, I like that that uh, pimp stuff. That was good. That, yes, I I always thought I was like he's literally just saying hey to hoes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's number four. <laughs> number four is doubt. I by, doubt it. Bye, dude. We're on it with the puns. We just. <laughs> when it's when it's 254 you just go with them you just go with the puns, uh 
<laughs> yeah. So doubt by twenty one pilots. Um, dude, do, do you think it's necessary to have that many pilots? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I feel like it's it's like too many cooks, man. <laughs> you know, you're trying to fly a plane, you got twenty one people in the cockpit. Great word, <laughs> cockpit. They, oh man, like. Like, you already barely need a second pilot, like a, a co-pilot. You barely need a co-pilot just in case the first one has a heart attack. That's the only, that's like all that they're there for. Um, and I'm pretty sure they just sleep aside from that. I uh, don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a cockpit expert, so. Shout out to the cockpit. Yeah. <laughs> but the uh, Dow. Yeah, frequent customer, frequent customer there. What? At the cockpit? Doubt. Oh, doubt? Both. Sure. I, I was just... I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah? yeah. <laughs> Sorry. There's no doubt about it. No, there isn't. And this song, uh, yeah. Just a uh, girl that showed it to me is one of the worst people I've ever met. But she turned me on to this song. And yeah, I just remember loving it. This song, it stuck with me for, like, years. Like, this one probably could be number one based solely on, like, its popularity for me. It was so popular for so long. It had to be top five, but ultimately there's just a few songs that I liked all in all more than that one. But still a great song. Fair enough. I like the, um, what's that one that they do? Stressed Stressed out. out. That's it. Yeah, that that's. Yeah, I think it was that was one of the, that was one of the better chart uh, top two songs. That's a good song. Uh, my number four is "Safe and Sound" by Capital Cities. Oh yeah, dude, that fucking horn section. Oh man, just I can lift you up. Yeah, it, that that one takes you back. Yep, man, I'm excited to put this, uh, put our playlist together, and uh, then just kind of go back and relive some of these memories. Because your list, it is taking me back to the songs that I remember being popular. My list is like the songs. There are some recent ones, but like, I don't know. It does. It doesn't hit the same because they weren't. They weren't really popular. Right, but like, yeah, safe and sound. I just remember, yeah. But it's a good thing, for, like, for people to learn new stuff, you know. Yeah, 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 for sure. It's great to share with people, but yeah, that song, it's it's terrible. I'm I'm like every time I would hear one of these songs, I'm like, oh, that's a good song. That's like a diamond in the rough, because I thought all the other modern music was rough. <laughs> but uh, yeah, shout out to Capital Cities, and uh, what's your number three? It's a song called. Keep Your Eyes Open by Need to Breathe. I'm struggling right now, man. I mean, it's freaking 3 o'clock in the morning, but I'm, keep I'm your, it's like Keep your eyes open, man. It's uh, just all about, um, yeah, you know, the chorus goes, If you never leave home, never let go, you'll never make it to the great unknown till you keep your eyes open, my love. Um, yeah, it's just about, you know, I, I I just imagine it as like you know, like like falling from the sky. You 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 
you know, now you're in the great unknown and you're falling and you got your eyes just pressed shut and it's just like, no, 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 no. Like you're falling, but you're going to be okay. Open your eyes. What? Like just like you're skydiving. Yeah. You just, you'd open your eyes and you just embrace the fall. You're falling. You're not going to fall forever. Eventually, everything will be resolved. Keep your eyes open. Sure. And then you hit the ground. Yeah. And yeah. And then, you know, I get all my dreams to come true. Um, That's right. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm in a much better place. <laughs> so that was um, your number three, though. My is number this... three is, I like it. Yeah. And is this the Cardi B one? No, this is uh, Enrique Iglesias. Okay. Thank, thank God. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't listen to Cardi B. No, you don't want to listen to. I'm more of a Nicki Nicki Minaj guy. You don't want to listen to the talking about super grungy, grungy stuff. I am. Yeah, no, I couldn't tell you about Bodak or like Bodak Yellow. Mm. I'm like the camera. Kodak. Well, first of all, yeah, right. Well, first of all, Bodak isn't a word, so already half of the words in your title are wrong. <laughs> I just I love yellow. By She's off to, and then it's called Bodak. For some reason, because, cause get it, Cardi B, and she's stealing Kodak Black's flow, because that's it's, uh, from another song. Oh. She literally stole someone else's flow, then she put a B instead, instead of a of K, K, and so it's Bodak, and then, well, he's Kodak Black, and well, oh. she's like, I'm a yellow bitch, so I'm, it's going to be Bodak Yellow. And that's genius. That's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. I don't know, man. I like that. Really? Yeah. Well, I, well, now that I know. Sure. It it didn't it at least it makes sense, but also like I I can't like you can't the, respect. The, the beat is hard. The beat goes hard and even like her flow, but it's just like man, you're uh, you you took some you literally took someone's entire flow and like you did something that's like taboo in the rap community. It's sure. like because, but I I think she gets away with it because she named it Bodak Yellow. If she tried passing it off as her own, I think there would have been they a problem. Know. They would have known. But right, like because yeah, because she called it out, and people are like, okay, this beats hard, and it's like, I make money, move. like it's sort of catchy. Like I don't know. Anyways, we're already talking about Cardi B. We need to be talking about this Enrique. man. Enrique. Enrique Iglesias. Yeah, yeah, he was huge back like 99. Was uh, he really? 2000. Was he Dude, really earlier? He had, he's like freaking like, Balamos. Let the river take you over, Balamos. And uh, you can run, you can hide, you can't escape my love. And uh, I can be your hero, baby. I didn't know you were such an uh, Enrique Iglesiac. I fucking love Enrique Iglesias. He is the man. And then uh, he was gone. Like, he was gone for freaking almost 10 years. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, it's homecomings, proms, and you hear this song, and, like, he samples uh, All Night Long uh, by Lionel Richie in there. And, On this one? Yeah, and uh, it's just... Baby, I like it. Baby, I like it. Come on, give me some. Oh yeah, great party track. And I was torn between this and tonight I'm fucking you. Right. But I was like, I already got one fuck song on the list. I can't, I can't over fuck it. Yeah, you're gonna fuck the thing over. That's, exactly. It's gonna happen. So I, I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. Yes. What's your number two? 
Oh, um, my number two is a little, a little, a little ditty called um, "Somebody Else" by the 1975. And man, I tell you what, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna say it for a third time on the podcast. It's one of those songs that you listen to and you're like, "Oh, I'm in a dream." Sure. And that's that is where I'm. That's that's what I like. Do you like to dream? I like to dream. I like songs that make me feel like I'm in a dream, kind of like that. Um, the song at the end of Fight Club. I'm already. I'm drawing a blank on the name. Do you know Fight Club? I, you know, we don't talk about it. Okay. Yeah, it was, it's a little rough. <laughs> Those are the rules, man. But, okay. I'll tell you, you may say I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. Right. <laughs> there's somebody else. <laughs> right. There's, one other there's somebody else. <laughs> Shout out to John Lennon. Um, yeah. Shout out to Yoko Ono. Um, fifty years too soon. Um. Uh. Yeah. So somebody else. Uh. Nineteen seventy-five. Uh. Just really, just really good. Um. <laughs> it's funny. I have like the least to say about it, but it's kind of like you put it on, and um. You know, I guess it's like everything else. You either like it or you don't. And this is one I just really, really got attached to. Um, it's like there something that they've been really good at is um, musical payoffs, and that's just in this one. Like it starts off so low, and then it like kicks up a little bit, and then it's it, it's like um, the way I do it is like in running. Like you know, the very beginning of the song is like a very brisk like jog, just a little jog, and then the first beat really kicks in, and it's like okay, we're going a little we're going a little bit faster now, and then hooks going but and then slows down a little bit and then it's bigger and bigger and then the the last one after the third verse or the bridge um it comes in and it's just and uh yeah i just that's you know what my favorite musical payoff of all time is what's that I can oh. the like every time, man. The best musical payoff. That might be the best one of all time. That is like... Mm, that it's you and me. And also, like... Just Shout so, out to PC. Just so... That's gr- a callback. <laughs> hey, thank you to anybody who is still listening. You guys are awesome. Like, like we're just having conversation about something we like, and if you're taking your time to listen, this is awesome. I'm glad you want to listen to me talk. I want to listen to me talk. I do too. I want to listen to Greg talk. Hell yeah. Um, oh, man. What was I going to say? Uh, somebody else. In the air tonight. PC. We were, we were talking about... I was going to talk about um, it being the greatest of all time. Oh, the just like the memes. I love the... like You're getting to that payoff and then like in a video like someone like falls and just like crashes like to me that's just always so funny oh, yeah. but um yeah wrapping up somebody else um yeah just love it and uh i'm probably gonna love this one for the rest of my life hell yeah hey we both have a somebody song for number two mine is somebody that i used to know oh yeah go ta oh yeah dude i thought that guy sounded like sting when he came out but you didn't have to cut me off like i don't know and it's crazy, just the that I think he is the ultimate one hit wonder of the twenty tens. Yeah, go to you. Because I don't know that I ever heard another thing from him. Us like and the only guy I can think of that that's like that is that Bauer with Harlem Shake. Like 
who else had a song where it's like one song and then you never hear anything from and, him again. And they like he's like literally a myth. Maybe he got kidnapped. I don't know. Yeah. I just I, I thought the song was annoying. That was he that song was number one when I really started paying attention for the first time in music. <coughs> and yeah, he was Well you know what's fucked up is um in the on the radio version now they take out the whole Kimber stuff. Like now and then I think of all the times he screwed me over, and they don't like the phrase "screwed me over." So they take they, that out of the radio yeah, now because it'll just cut to "I don't want to live that way." And, and that's like, that is wrong. It is wrong because that's a fucking bop. Yeah, no, her part is really good. Yeah, it's a great way of like balancing it, right? Conveying the emotion between the two of them. Man, that's disappointing. I, and then they're like naked in the music video. Yeah, the mu- that. the music video was um was the reason I was like, oh, this looks weird, and so I, I like didn't want to like the song. Sure, it's very and artsy. and and also it was super popular, so it made it easier to hate. Yeah, but uh, I mean, like obviously looking back now, eight years later, like mad respect. That's he made one of the better songs of the entire decade. I yeah, mean, and, and, I, and I think that goes regardless of anybody's top tens. Like he just made a, he made an absolute great song. So what's your number one? My number, number one song. Joel's favorite song. of the 20s. My favorite song of the 2010s decade is called paralyzed by NF. Like, uh, how does it go? Paralyzed. Um, I'm paralyzed Where are my feelings? I no longer feel things I know I should I'm paralyzed So it's a real happy song It's, yeah Uh, yeah That was the That that song Um Came to me Right before I had I had a really you don't know this yet. Some if someone's listened to the podcast, that if you know you know. Um, Twenty fifteen, I checked myself in the day after Christmas to the mental hospital because I wasn't I I wasn't doing good. That's okay. But um, this song was really big before that point, and NF. I ended up growing into my now favorite artist and at that time I didn't know anything about him but I was I was going through and I was just giving him a chance because I heard his intro song and then I was like okay well let me listen to the next one it's called Mansion okay well this is really good too I was like well at some point uh, there's gonna be song like I know this guy is gonna have a flop and I just kept going through and I'm like I really don't dislike any of this stuff and then you get to Paralyzed which is like track 11 on the on the album and I was like I was like, man, like it's a good, it's got a good piano, spacey feeling, and then there's a, I'm paralyzed, I'm scared to live, but I'm scared to die, and if pain, if life's taken, it, I don't remember the words right now, but I just liked that musical payoff where it's like he's, you know, he's been singing like things that emotionally connected with me at the time. Uh, he's been singing the whole time, and then the third verse kicks in, and he's like, all right, no. I'm scared and he's like actually rapping and I thought all the bars in that were clever uh it never it doesn't feel like the song goes on longer than it should it's not too cut off too early the beat's awesome 
I love the message, and that is why it had to be my number one. Hey, man. Well, respect. I appreciate that. You know, yeah. you're a survivor, and shout out to all the survivors out there. Mental health is the most important thing you yeah. can have. It's, and, 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 you know, nobody's really – it, it's, it's – most people are not as good as they should be, you know? Like, we all can, we all can get better, whatever it is, you know? Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing, by the way. That of course. Oh, yeah. It's much easier this side to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. So you come out, you know, on the up and up. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. We, we're doing good now. Bigger and better things, man. Come. Oh, yeah. Um, no, I'm not I'm not paralyzed anymore. I just remember that feeling, you know? Right. Work to not, not to feel that way. That's right. What about you? Me? Uh, Budapest. By uh, George Ezra. Well, man, I don't really think there's any competition. Mine's obviously way more emotionally scarred. I'm sure. I'm just playing. That's so funny. It's funny. I I just love the tone. Because, like, this is, like, the ultimate, like, yeah. Give me one good reason why I should never make a change. Yeah, it's a very well-made song. I don't know shit about George Ezra. Or Budapest, you know. I know it's in Hungary, but other than that, like, but I just remember hearing that song coming on the radio, and I could listen to that a hundred times in a row. Sure, that it wouldn't get. Yeah, on. it's one of those songs when it came on, like on the radio, you're like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I it just. You gotta have those ones. It's like a, it's a, an emotional experience, but not crazy. You know what I mean? Like, it just, it's like pow. Yeah, and. I don't like I so like I said earlier, art sometimes evades me, and I don't really know what it's talking about. But I know that he's trying to convey something with the, with his with his tone and with the instrument, and he does whatever. He got me to like a song that I have no clue what it's about, but I like to listen to it. Shout out to George Ezra, um, the talent. And that was our number one, so I think that's about it. We've uh, hit 73 minutes, dude. We, we need to talk for 73 minutes. That's impressive because I definitely was think I was getting a little worried. I was like, I don't want to be slogging along. Right. And luckily, we, this was engaging enough to where, yeah, I, it wasn't a slog. I definitely will be able to pass out within the next 30 minutes. Hell yeah. But... Yeah, I'm glad to do this, and I would be glad to do this at some later point too. We're gonna have you come back on. Soon. I want to. I want to return at some point when we get a when we when we figure out a, another one. You gotta you gotta give some other people some chances. I will. I, we got plenty of people to come on, but we can always backload too. Exactly. Yeah, I can record twenty of these. Right, right. You, we, right. Why the fuck don't we just do our next one right now? It's all good. Um, shout out to all the Greg heads. Thank you guys so much for listening. This was episode four. We've made it four episodes. Hey. Um, you can find us on iTunes and Spotify. Uh, can anybody find you on Twitter or anything like that? Nope. All right. <laughs> it's all good. Anything you want to plug before uh, we go? Um, I guess if you're really curious, you could check me out on Spotify. Uh, just capital J, capital O, three L. Uh, check me out and my friend Bowser. We do a lot of collaborating. Check out Joel and Bowser on Spotify. Yes. All right, uh, and you can follow me at Hollywood Booyah at uh, on Twitter, Mr. Greggy Pants. Um, like the page, share with your friends, tell your enemies, tell everybody. 
Tell Hobo Johnson. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'll hey, tell Post Malone. Tell Post Malone and I'll tell Hobo Johnson. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a great night. And uh, tell, tell somebody you love them, okay? I love you guys. Right. Love you, too.